How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much is you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Oh, suck it, suck it now. question she acted kind of strange then when I asked do you have a man she tried to pretend she said no I don't I only have a friend come on I'm not even going forward this is what I'm going to sing oh baby you you got what I need and you say he's just a friend and you say he's just a friend Oh baby you You got what I need And you say he's just a friend And you say he's just a friend Hey Welcome to the Black Outers Podcast With your host Rod and Karen And we're back for another feedback episode On this beautiful Saturday morning Yes And what is special about today Today is my birthday. Oh my goodness. Yes. And how old does that make you? I'm 32. Oh, okay. And uh, you've been getting a lot of birthday wishes and stuff? I have. 
time. I want to tell everybody thank you. And Roger be picking at me about the nap times, but baby, a lot of people said they're gonna dedicate naps to me today. So I, I, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm very proud. Get nap cool. time back in your life. And did you have a, a good time last night? I did. I was on the Player Haters uh, show last night. Uh, the Hype Man Show. Um, if you listen to the uh, Player Hater Show, he, it should come out in one of his feeds soon. So look forward to us. It was me and Troja Schooler and Tar Heel Philly and I think uh, Tanya three three three. I'm sorry if I if I got the numbers wrong on that one, but uh, we had a and Phenom Black. We had a blast with him last night. Cool man. So uh, what y'all talked about? Anything? We talked about a lot of different topics. We talked about uh, a lot of sexual things. We talked mm. about. Uh, you know, because I'm the married one, so a lot of a lot of the jokes was going at me, at me, to oh, you been fucking around forever type type of thing. Oh, but uh, we, I had a great time with them. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and uh, it's always good when we get invited on other people's shows. There's an opportunity to uh, spread the word about our show. Yes, yes, and I did, and not only that, one thing I did like about it, I got to drink while I was on with them. Yeah, I saw you had a lot of drink up here. I was worried about you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I didn't cut up too bad. I had me a glass of Moscato, and I had me a big old cup of Roderick Somnia juice. All right, cool, man. I had some Bacardi rum and Coke downstairs. Yes, and uh, you didn't make it upstairs to about 5.30 this morning, son. Yeah, I hit that time machine like Big Crit was talking about. <laughs> I went to sleep. It was the Lakers game. I woke up. It was 5.30 a.m. And of course, Karen did not come downstairs and get me. No, because I was. Cause I'm sleeping. the only one that comes and gets people when they when they're not in the bed. You no, know, I was sleeping too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. You normally wake up. I'm sorry. Okay, next time I come get you. I'm it's sorry. okay. No, no. Some people don't care. I um, do. It's your birthday, <laughs> so you do what you want to do. Um. All right, man. So of course, if you listen to this podcast, you're listening to the Blackout Test Podcast. And you can find us by searching the Blackout Tips on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, uh, even Google. Um, and today's show is all about feedback, so yes. getting in contact with us is easy, you yes, know. Yes, it is. Um, this is when, uh, you know, we read reviews off of iTunes that people leave for us, read comments off our Facebook page that people leave for us, um, and you can call us and leave a voicemail, and we play those uh, during the show. Uh, the voicemail phone, the voicemail number is 704-557-0186, and the uh, email is theblackouttips at gmail.com. Yes. You can follow us on Twitter also. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. That's correct, my nigga. Now, don't forget the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport is... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And I'm trying to line up some uh, guests for us the next few weeks. Um, yeah. We should have uh, Morgan P. Campbell on tomorrow from yes. the Toronto Star. Uh, where the P in Morgan P. Campbell stands for what? Pimping. That's right. Uh, Morgan Pimpin Campbell, and uh, the uh, then next week after that, um, I'm gonna try to have Dexter from uh, Shadow Dog Productions. Yes, I seen him tweet about that. And his partner John on here, uh, not not like life partner, but like no. partner with the movie business. Yes. And gonna, so if people want to hear like the inside details of independent movie filmmaking and yes. things like that, hey, this, this is a good fun. this is a good opportunity here. Um, so obviously if you guys have questions for a journalist, a young black journalist, and, uh, you know, you have questions for, uh, a movie, uh, independent movie maker, 
Yes. That's a good opportunity to write the show and get us to ask him some questions yes, for you. And I will finally get to talk to him about pie since he talked to me about sleep. You know, we yes. get to exchange, you know, nap and pie recipes. Yeah, and if everything works out after that, uh, we, I'm going to try to get uh, Lene uh, McLevins from uh, Complex uh, Magazine. So hopefully, cool. We get hopefully we line up all three of those guests and we get it going, man. Yes, looking forward to it. All right, cool, man. So um. Let's do the feedback. Yes. And the first thing we do when we do the feedback, because there's a website that we have. Did you know we have a website? Yes, I do. It's called theblackouttips.com. Yes, guys. And check it out. What can you do there, Karen? You can listen to the podcast live. That's correct. You, you can stream it. Yes, you can read Roger's blogs. Yes, you can read my blogs, which are hilarious most of the time. Yes. I, I say so myself, and I try to keep them short reads that just lists a number of bullet points that you can laugh at. Yes, and you also can donate. You can donate. Yes, there's a donate button there. Mm. Yes, you can donate in any quantity you choose to, or you can do the reoccurring ones where we just come monthly like a period and just give you a little cramp and then we're gone. <laughs> and you can, those, monthly, those monthly donations you can, you can pick to uh, whether you want it to be anywhere from $5 to I think up to $50 per month. Yes. Um, and we, we, we thank you for anything you guys donate. Yeah. It's, it's, it, uh, guys, and I guess from my perspective, it doesn't matter how big or how small, for the fact that you give means a lot to us. Right, and the stuff that's, I promise you, gonna come back to you guys that you're gonna be like, I'm so glad I fucking did that. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, because we got some things in the plan, some things we want to do. So we, we're, we're constantly thinking about you guys, even though we're not always talking to you and interacting, like, through the, through the um, podcast we're still thinking about you guys yeah and uh there's also forums there yes you can sign up with forums using your twitter account yes you can using your twitter account i think you can just go on and, and um do it too and uh it's been fun you can start your own thread you mm -hmm. can post videos you can um interact with us because we try to be on there as much as we can that's right and uh, i'd like to thank brandon this week for his donation, and I think this is Walkless, yes. uh, who hooked us up, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Seriously, man. Yeah, that means a lot. Thank you. And I hope you got that IHOP from that chick that you sent to the store on your behalf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, man, Walkless be pimping. Don't he, though? Yes, he does. I, I read them tweets. I want to... We need to interview him one day and see what, what that life is about. I know. <laughs> that life. Talk about Mike in Chicago. <laughs> All right, so what do you want to do first? We got three options. We only we got one voicemail. Mm -hmm. um, then we got some a bunch of reviews. Okay. And we got a few emails. And then of course we got the comments on Facebook. What do you want to do first, buddy? Let's do the iTunes reviews. Okay, so iTunes first. Yes. All right, blam. Let's see. The reviews are in. Yes, they are. And they are all five stars. Nobody yes, they are. tried to sneak a four-star past me because I wouldn't read that shit. No, and we want to thank you. Before I just start, we want to thank you guys for uh, your reviews. We finally reached 50, which is a big thing. So we just want to tell you guys thank you. And also, for those of you that are in other countries, please email and let us know what country you are from. Because when you go into iTunes, it's like 55 choices of countries. Yeah, and the, and the way iTunes is designed, you can only read reviews if you're logged in under that country. country. So if there is a review from like South Africa or something or Mexico. Or oh, even I, Canada. Yeah, it'll show like an, a review was added, but it won't show me where to go get it. 
So if you guys uh, want me to read your reviews on the show, please let me know what country you're at, and I will go find out, find your review. Yes. All right. So M Times Three writes podcasting at its best. Five stars. Thank you. This podcast is wonderful. Rod and Karen make a perfect co-hosting team. It's really nice to hear educated African Americans who can keep it real. I can't go an episode without laughing at the random thoughts, ratchet articles, or the guests they bring on the show. I really love how Rod and Karen communicate with their viewers through their Saturday Listener Feedback Show. This is rare among podcasts. I look forward to their shows throughout the week, and if you don't download at least one episode, you're missing out. And I agree. Me too. Because I don't know any other shows that do listen to feedback shows specifically. Yes. And, uh, you know, these are not our, uh, the highest downloaded show of the week. Although I think, yes. to be honest, they're some of the best shows. Yes, I do too. Because our listeners are fucking hilarious. Yes, they are. <laughs> Especially when we get a lot of voicemails or emails. Like, I don't know. If you're missing out on that, you fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Forget Five Stars by Mexican Geo. Uh, the black guy who tips podcast had saved my life. Wow. Did you know that? We got life-saving podcasts right here, Karen. You're doing a big. Good grief. From boredom. Oh, wait. From boredom. We still saved a life. I've been <laughs> bored at work, too. Shit, come save me. Ron and Karen have such great chemistry. I have just recently started listening to the podcast, and it's great. I use public transportation, so it's perfect while listening on the road. I forget that it can put. I forget that I can put music on my iPod because it's full of the Blackout Tips podcast. <laughs> thank you very much for going back and getting all the episodes because they are all up. So I thank you. People are always looking at me crazy because you guys have me cracking up all the time. And believe once I pay this driving ticket, I got you'll see a donation from me. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Well, thank you, Mexican Geo. I'm going to hold you to that. Me too. And uh, what was that ticket for? <laughs> I hopefully it wasn't for speeding. Speed they put them on, I mean, if they got them on public transportation, it might be that DUI. <laughs> which stands for DUI. I can't drive no more. I got to get on this bus. Yes. Yeah. But, but, but you'll be driving with the rest of us soon. And don't drink and drive no more, no. man. Stay safe. Yes. If that's what you did. Uh, all right. Texas Shaka. Like Shaka Khan. The title of this five-star review is What? <laughs> What's not to like about this podcast? Oh, thank you. I've been a listener for some time now and love it. Rod's random thoughts, Rod's view on sports, Karen's laugh is contagious. <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, now I've got it. <laughs> and no, I love no, it's you, contagious. No, you can't laugh like me, buddy. Mm -mm. Mm, yes, I can. Ho, ho, ho. Cheerio. Hum, Is that hum, it? Hum. No. Sorry. <laughs> Try again. Is that it? I'm going to try that one more time. And I love the guests that they have on the show. The podcast is timely, insightful, and most of all, funny. It makes, me, it makes coming to work a lot more enjoyable. I only listen to a few podcasts religiously. This is at the top of my list. Along with... Keith and the Girl. Wow, that is an honor. Yes, it is. I love Keith and the Girl, man. They got yes. the best podcast in the game. Yes. Um, and the Player Hater podcast. Yes. Um, so, and that's also an honor because that nigga be hating on these players. Yes. 
he's still your real friend now. He is my real friend. That's right. I'm, he always trying to pull that bullshit, my fake ass friend. Friends. Nigga, mm-hmm. you can deny, you cannot deny what the heart says is true. That's right. You lie to yourself, Mr. Player Hater. That's right. Um, Randall Wallace writes in, so easy to listen to, five stars. I just got wind of your podcast. And I'm catching up to the most recent one. What's going on here? Will ain't in this damn room. (laughs) (laughs) Sing like Will. I just want to tell you guys, great job. You're a perfect blend of funny, educated, and real. Listening to your podcast is like listening to the conversations my friends and I have. And what's up to all the ladies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Randall. Thank uh, you. Ratchet for Life is the name of this review. <laughs> Five stars by Latoya. Thank you. I ain't gonna put the whole government out there. No, we not. Because I think I know who this is from. I do. Hello. This is my first time writing a review for your show. I've been a fan of this show for a long time. My fave episode is 138. 138. Your guest was H-I-Larius. <laughs> All the ratchetness you guys talked about was like ratchet soup for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> I will continue to listen to the show and let everyone else know I'm listening to the show through my social player update on my iPod. Anyway, keep up the great work. Gonna listen to the show up on today. Hmm. Sincerely. And then there's, it says more. What's, what's more mean? Toya. P.S. Hey, Joker. Don't make me put you back in Arkham Asylum. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds like a threat. I know, right? She mad at me because I was committing crimes. Because I was off yesterday, so I was committing crimes. I was sleeping and breaking all the rules. She was at work. Mm. Okay, well, I think we know Batman's secret identity now. I think so, too. And Batman mm. is black. Can you believe that? I know. No, I can't believe that. Got too much money. Probably vote Republican. Uh, great show with a little bit of everything and funny. Five stars from Terror and Love. Been listening to the show since a bit after it began. Rod and Karen have really improved the show. I remember the shorter shows. Now they do a good length and it seems like it's effortless, effortless, effortless for them to do so. This show is primarily a comedy show, but you get into a lot of interesting topics and discussions, current events, sports, entertainment, music, cultural issues, but with the hilarious slant on them at times. Rod and Karen play really well off each other and are infectious. So we got contagious, infectious. I know. Mm, spreading like call, an STD. I know. I'm about to say we need to call us uh, 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 the CDC, yeah. Center for Disease Control. I don't know how to fix this. They also have a wide variety of guests on. I would highly recommend you give it a shot. Thank you. So thank you guys. We got 62 ratings right now. An average of five stars. And uh, yes, that's correct. 59 five-star reviews and one one-star review and one four-star review, which I would never read. <laughs> never. Never, never, ever, ever. So, thank you guys. And, uh, you know, those reviews really help because, one, if I'm randomly searching on iTunes for a podcast to listen to, um, I see 50 people took the time out to write a review and to give it a good review. Um, 
I am like I'm gonna listen to that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and, that, and that's very important to me. Um, and I, I don't know, man. I just really appreciate it. I, I know it's tough to do to write a review, even though it's free and all that stuff. You know, because you have to think about why you like something. You have to have a title for it and all that shit, man. But everybody that gives us these five star reviews. Really, you're doing a lot to help the show. Yes, you are. And it means a lot. And for those of you, I know a lot of people don't really dig um, iTunes, but it's real easy to set up. You don't have to, you don't have an iPod or anything like that or iPhone. You just basically go in iTunes and register from there and just write us a quick review. Yeah, man. We appreciate people that took the time to do that because I know time is valuable these days. Yes, it is. And uh, episode 138 was All Ratchet, All Everything with the guest Toya. Yeah, I think. I really think Batman is is toy. Anyway, so what do you want to do next? We still have emails, we have a voicemail, and then we have the Facebook page. Let's do emails. Alright, well it's your birthday. Yes. Alright. In the Bleachers writes in, Rod and Karen, what's really hood? Well, to be honest, uh, Michael, uh, what's really hood is... Uh, it's short for neighborhood, and normally people <laughs> use it as a slang term for where black people stay in the neighborhood. So a lot of times it's not even a neighborhood, it could be like apartment homes or uh, sometimes even the projects. Uh, normally people refer to the lower class as living in the hood, but uh, hipsters have ironically turned into a turn of phrase where they're calling everything the hood, so you know yes, so they'll tell you that Soho is the hood. You so know. is that where they got hood rat from? That means you from the hood. Yes, neighborhood rat uh, is where that one comes from. So that's what's really hood, Michael. If you have any more questions, you like to email the show, just let me know. Uh, um, and he says I asked because obviously I don't know. Oh, white girl problems. See, I educated him. <laughs> Love the show. The story about the dude in New Orleans that died jacking off in the car took me back to college. Oh, oh, wow. Not me specifically, but a good friend, Andrew, from Florida. My drive from Chapel Hill to Charlotte and back was a two-hour jaunt down 85, fueled by dip and knowledge of getting my laundry done so I'd have clean khakis when I went out and fucked up Charlotte that night. For Andrew, he's talking about the city, not a woman. I hope. I hope, yeah. You know, for, Queen Charlotte, you know. For Andrew, I was a, it was an 11 and a half hour drive by himself. Oh. Once he got through it in Charlotte, uh, out hanging out or visiting us, he was riding solo. At around the GA line, rolling down 95, he'd stop, get gas, and set up his laptop in the passenger seat. That's right, laptop for porn. He'd go to town two or three times during the drive. True story. He found, we found out one day sitting around the house doing what we do best, drinking beer and playing video games. Someone asked how boring the drive was and he goes, it isn't boring at all. I normally jack off a few times and then pass out when I get home. Yikes. Wow. Crickets, crickets in the room. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, your knees can undo with so much stirring. Yeah, well I guess he was stopping the jack off, which is better than that dude that was... Driving and jacking off because he ended up driving to a pole. But yeah, doesn't that make the drive twice as long? I mean, can't, can't you wait till you get home to jack off? Uh, he must be one of those quick jack off people, you know. Some dudes are like jack off ninjas, you know, they just like pow pow! And it's done? Yeah, it's like okay. that, it's like that <laughs> character on community. <laughs> pop pop! And it's already over. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, I like to take my time and romance my penis. 
But enough about my dick. And talk to it. You better know it's well known. Yes, if you're going to suck your own dick, this is the only way to do it. Um, Rod, you mentioned... Uh, I'm sorry. After hearing the guy dying in the story, I'm just glad my buddy didn't share the same fate. Hell of a way to go out, and he would have had, and he wouldn't have the sweet job in Boston he's got right now. Um, Rod, you mentioned attractive women in the optometrist's office. Funny, my ex-girl, the one where I have enough crazy stories to fill several emails, used to be one of those. She did preliminary exams at an office near South Park. You sure you ain't met a Rod? Mm-hmm. Don't get me this talking. I know, right? Um, I guess Mike don't like him with no ass, though. Uh, <laughs> no tales of crazy ex this week. I couldn't find one to fit in with relation to the shows. But don't worry, I've got enough in the hopper for Karen to laugh at forever. Thank you. Back when I lived the blog life, I used one tank of gas every two weeks. Now that I have a job and I drive it to meet clients, I use two tanks a week. God. Do you know what that does to a budget when you're driving a car that gets 14 miles to a gallon and has a 22-gallon tank? Oh. Nothing. I got a corporate car, gas card. I was about to say, you better have something. That shit is expensive. White girl, non-problem. <laughs> I went out for drinks with coworkers and I approached it like I do my friends. You buy around, I buy around, he buys around, and so on. One guy had to leave early because his wife was freaking out not being able to get in touch with, her, with their 14-year-old. I say, no problem, I'll get you, just give me back Monday. We settle up, and of course my tab is more, no biggie. I pay a standard 20% tip, and I, I would, and wouldn't you know, I get to work and say, just give me $20, and the old bastard says, a 20? I only had four miller lights. Cheap sum of bitch. So my question is, how do I handle that? Do we just buy our own beers from now on? Chalk this up to his cheapness and say, fuck it. I probably should have saved this receipt, huh? Damn. Um, alright, let me tell you this, bruh. First of all, I don't drink with a lot of people on, uh, in general. Mm -hmm. Um, and part of it is because you never really can understand what these motherfuckers' rules are. Mm -mm. And everybody makes their own rules up, and then you have some people drink more than other people. Some people do that because they know people have open tabs, and so, the, and especially most people get so drunk, they know people don't keep a track of what they're drinking. Yeah, me and Rogers broke with some buddies. They wouldn't nothing for them to have a few hundred dollar tab and think that shit ain't nothing. Yeah, and the thing is, man, like, what I would do, is, especially with work, since it's not your friends, you don't know these people or tr have to trust them, I just buy my own shit. Yes. I don't know why people are into buying everybody at the table around and shit. That, it really makes no sense to me because at the end of the night, the waitress still has to do just as much work to split up who had this round, who had this round, who had this kind of drink. So it's, it's a lot easier just to be like, okay, look, I buy my own shit. You keep track of that. And everybody's on their own. So Yes, if you buy me something, that's your choice. You bought that. I didn't pay for it. And there's always somebody who's going to get over it. And I, I think these scummy motherfuckers know they're going to get over We have friends in the crew that constantly are getting over I never buy people drinks unless it's out the straight up goodness of my heart. And I'm not expecting anything back. And I let the bartender know, this round's on me and that's it. And I, I rarely do that because I don't drink that much. You know, I, normally I don't drink at all. But... Um, you know, and and it's a weird rule because if you don't drink at all and you're out with your boys, some of them get offended. They'll be like, man, you don't want to drink my beer? My beer not good enough? Like, I've had people get mad and I'll be like, like so now to squash it, I show up, I get a water, but then I drink like one beer out of the bucket. Like, hey, I'm, we're all drinking. None of you have to face your alcoholism. Uh, By we, yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. We can all pretend we're in it together. 
and then, and then uh, that's it, you know. So uh, I, I don't know if I was with coworkers, dude, I would just take take the L this time. But lesson learned: do it for yourself, man. There's always a cheap motherfucker like that trying to get over. And I don't know why they do this. Like, is the satisfaction of knowing I got three dollars worth of beer free? Is that really what's up? And not only that, not only they do it. Lots of people that smoke do that too. I have a tendency to see people that smoke do the same thing. Like constantly bump off cigarettes, but they don't ever want to go buy their own fucking pack. By right. the time you bump off everybody, you can bump off your pack. Yeah, neither. And I don't smoke. Neither one of us smoke. No. So, but yeah, I've seen that too when I was a waiter. Um. All right. It says, "Keep up the good work, guys." Woo. And this email is coming from my office. I'm cowering in my cubicle, avoiding, avoiding work on a Friday night like a real G. Wow, you said that day at like 8:30 at night or something. So this job must be working that ass. Oh. All right. So uh, let's see who's next on the email. Walter writes in. I haven't wrote for a while. What's you and Karen's take on the condition of the world? Well, let's talk about it. Um. First of all, the earthquake and tsunami in Japan. Man, I don't know. A lot of shit has happened. Right, yes, right more often. He says, <laughs> I watched the 1% on Netflix. These people, those people on there make more money in a day than the rest of the world makes in a day. What's your take on that? Obviously, they earned it. And, uh, you know, poor people deserve to die. What, what can I say? I'm voting for a payment. Uh... From a black nerd to another, it trips me out and they and they skip out on taxes. But the black in me knows it's business as usual. The, mo- the movie even has trillionaires on it speaking on how they beat taxes. Yeah, that's funny, man. Like, you'll hear Republicans try out this. Obama wants to raise taxes. It's going to be socialism because of a 3% increase on taxes. And, of course, they end up backing off of that and it never comes... So we have no idea how you even balance the budget in the first place because they're not going to increase it on anybody. And uh, politicians just want to get reelected, so they're too fucking scared to put their name on some paper and say, yes, I said rich people should pay more taxes. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that our political system is actually still run by the trillionaires. You know, we have the illusion of uh, a democracy. But it's not really true. I mean, it's one of the reasons I fall back on politics a lot of times and take a bigger, broader view because I think a lot of people get caught up in the minutia of, po- of politics. Oh, this person said that. Isn't that re- reprehensible? Oh, that person on the other side said this. Isn't that fucked up? And the thing is, if you take a step back, you realize none of the shit y'all are bitching about every week matters. You know, uh, as sad as it is, like, you know, the root, things like the attack on Planned Parenthood, uh, teachers union, uh, even the, even the, if you want to call it an attack, I don't think it is, but even if you want to perceive it as an attack on the rich by raising taxes 3%, those things are still about attacking the other person's base and their constituency. So, the people that are going to vote Republican, aka people with a whole lot of money, are the only people that are almost guaranteed to vote Republican in mass. Oh, sure, let's raise their taxes. And the Republicans are like, well, the people that um, are not going to vote Republican, i.e. poor people and minorities, fuck it, let's do away with Planned Parenthood, or let's do away with uh, teachers' unions, because unions typically vote Democrat. Like, that's really what they're about. They don't really believe in any of these issues. So, um, no, I'm not surprised. And, and so when you hear that these companies 
are able to beat taxes. You know, like GE paid zero dollars in taxes last year. Wow. Yeah, and people go, and then if Obama raises the, well, maybe we should make it so we can we can tax some of our corporations here because as of right now, they're shipping jobs overseas and laying people off. And they're still not paying taxes. And Republicans go, oh, no, taxes are already too high. It's like every loophole they got is to avoid tax. Yes, it is. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, I love your show. Been down for a year now. I'm just curious on your take on the richest people using the poor. It's not a Republican ideal. It's not even a Democratic ideal. Both parties will never go against a trillionaire, which is why we uh, we are in the other half of the world, not for liberty, but for control of the world drug trade. What's your two's take on that? <laughs> and and the way I feel about it is this, man. Is I agree with completely with Roderick, and also I think that <clears throat> as much as America shits on other countries about the way they're democracy or, or the way their structure is set up, we're kind of the same um, in, in the fact that we don't address issues, we don't address problems we have poverty here we have people going homeless every day and all these other issues but so many people are talking about other shit they really ain't got nothing to do with shit and then they don't want to change shit because everybody wants it the, the same then everybody complains about how nothing has changed but yet at the end of the day, the people that have the most power are the poorest, so a lot of people that are in power are rich, so they want to take away your voice indirectly by passing all kinds of laws. So what did you mean by the people who have the most power are the poorest? What do you mean by that? We, we do. Um, the reason why I say that is because a lot of times uh, most people that vote are at, are either middle to middle low class and things like that. Like we're, we're the people who actually, a lot of us voted Obama in. And, and not, not that people from other stats didn't either, but we came out in the masses. So that's why now they're passing laws for, for, pe- for um, people that are on college and campuses. In 2012, they want to pass a law that says, hey, if you're at a college campus, you can't go vote. You got to go all the way back home and vote. Right. Stuff like that. Well, what I would say to that is I don't believe that the poorest people even have that much power because at the top of the chain, you're still ultimately choosing between two people. And unless there's some radical revolutionary change, which people always long uh, long for, but when you see it in action, you don't actually want that shit. It's, you know, oh, we need to have a third party. Okay, here's the tea party. Whoa, fuck them niggas. They are crazy. You know, like, it's it's all a game, man. Nobody's going to change shit uh, for the better, in my opinion. Like, as long as we can just keep having the people who are the richest pick, basically politically pick the two people at the top that you have to choose because all all these all these campaigns are typically funded by the super rich even a guy like obama whose campaign funding uh had a lot of grassroots funds in it still gotta go kowtow to some rich motherfuckers to get that billion or that hundred million that that real money i mean we just passed uh uh we just passed laws in the supreme court that says corporations are now treated like people so they can donate as much as they fucking want directly to a candidate. So, like, right there, it's telling you, these are, the corporations are that 1%. So they're the ones who say, here's your choices, Obama or McCain. And you go, oh, I want Obama, he's the best. Okay, well, here's the difference between Obama and McCain. Obama says 3% tax increase on the rich. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And McCain says, none. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Hey, Alright, so. One and none. Whatever you choose. Uh, Trojan Scooter writes in, what up, Rod and Karen? Great work on the podcast this week. You guys had me laughing throughout the week, especially when you talked about the honor student serving up the beat em down <laughs> on her mom. At first, I was like, go hard for what you want. Until it mentioned she was asking for a 2004. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> but you're going to go hard for a car. It shouldn't be more, no more than two years old. I'm trying to tell you, it should be brand new, hot off the press. The post-sex blues is a bunch of bullshit. Those chicks were miserable before sex, and now I know not to pull out my dick around Australian hoes. <laughs> Keep up the good work, and happy birthday, Karen. Thank you. All right. So what do you want to do next? We got one voicemail, mm -hmm. and we have the Facebook page. I won't say the voicemail for last. Okay, so Facebook page. Yes. All right, let's see. Um, we posted two episodes this week. Um, we had Nothing's Wrong If It's Funny uh, with Patrice. And Keith says, I get to go, uh, got to get to South by West sounds like that deal. Yes, it does. Yeah, I, I want to go there too, man. Me too, man. That might be our vacation next year. And thank you, Patrice. That that was an awesome show you did with us, and I really do appreciate it. Um, yes, I want to live that life, bring uh, what, a, pair, a pair of socks, a pair of drawers, a bra, and, and, and enough for four tacos, and I'm, I'm we out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, the Post Sex Blues, our episode uh, 144. Keith B. Holt Jr. says, Y'all talking about the real world reminds me of college. Dudes coming to visit their girl and being introduced to the dude they are fucking as a friend. Yeah, that happened a lot, man. I think Will has a story about that. I gotta get him to tell it on the air one day. Um, alright, so that was all the comments on the episode. So, now voicemail, right? Yep. Alright. Let's see who called. Good morning, good morning, Rod, Karen. Uh, Boy, Larry, aka Chelsea. I know y'all slandering me for not calling in for a while. You know, uh, I, I just lean on my next appearance. That's all, man. I can't be dropping all these jewels for free on the sidelines. We got to get in and really just get down for you know, a good hour and a half until we can up, like we always do. But anyway, on my mind this morning, man. Um, I was having a discussion on Twitter, and this girl insists that I'm an asshole. Now, mind you, I hung out with her one time in real life, uh, met her in Florida, and me and my friends took care of everything for this chick. Um, made sure she was fed, um, you know, she bought the games and everything that they ate, but she paid nothing, you know, treat her real nice. Never did anything wrong in sick. Now, I'm sarcastic. Everybody knows I'm sarcastic, but I don't think I'm an asshole. So I'm just wondering, do you ever get that yourself? Um, especially you, Rod, because I know you, you kind of have that thing. You know, sharp wit or whatever. Like, the people in real life that see you assholes, nobody calls me an asshole in real life. Yet a few people on Twitter, because of my, you know, sharp sarcasm, I guess, whatever, feel like I'm an asshole. Um, and that's just so far from the truth. So I was wondering if you ever just suffer that. Oh, shit. My bad. Uh, but, uh, I think he was about done anyway. But yes. I do, like how I just cut you off. People would think I did that on purpose, <laughs> but I fucking didn't. I clicked on the wrong thing, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, that's part of being sarcastic that uh, a lot of people just cannot fucking deal with. Um, and I think it's a, a lot of it's from insecurity. You know, people don't like to laugh at themselves, so they feel like you're picking on them if uh, you make a joke or if you... Uh, you know, or they just feel like there's something always on your mind that you're thinking about. And a lot of times I'm not. You know, there's some people I actually cannot really kick it with, not because of me, but because they're paranoid that I'm thinking or saying something crazy about them all the time. Uh, when I used to play uh, basketball, a lot of times with the first, the first time I played basketball with some people, they think I'm an asshole. Because um, I'll make a joke or something during the game, 
or and it might have nothing to do with your basketball skill or something like that. Yeah. And they'll be like, that dude's an asshole. You know, I've had that happen before. I thought you were an asshole, man, until I got to know you. Or, um, you know, now, and I think a lot of times, too, is because they don't realize that I'm not taking myself that seriously. Yeah. And they take themselves kind of serious, but... They think that me picking on them is like bullying when really I take myself less serious than they do, you know? Right. Um, so I don't know, man. You know, the same thing happened with the, you know, that one podcast that, uh, tried to get at me on that message board. Like, it, they took the shit like I was trying to be an asshole when I really was just trying to be nice. Yeah, and then on top of that, I think that, especially across Twitter, people read what they want to read, and people interpret it how they want to interpret it, and some people just sensitive as fuck, like anything, the least little thing you put out there, kind of put them in a tinsy, or a tizzy, mm-hmm. and um, most people are pretty cool, you know, most people you don't have issues with, most people you don't have problems with, now, and sometimes I think it's just something about a voice, and just hearing somebody say something versus reading it, is interpreted totally different. But it's weird, because this chick knew him from offline, like she actually hung out with them and stuff. That is right. So it's kind of weird that you know. And I thought also, man, people got personal issues. Yes, man. they do. I'm telling you, most of the time, if somebody thinks you're an asshole and you're not, and, and you're not an asshole, like if you're not, there's some people that are assholes. And yes, yes they are. so fuck those dudes. But if you're not an asshole and somebody accuses you of being, that's probably an insecurity on their part. Yes, a lot of times I think people have dealt with complete assholes so they think that every time somebody says something mean or, or what they interpret it as mean or and on top of that a lot of people that can't take fucking jokes they just they just don't have laughter in their hearts so yeah but if, if even like say he wasn't joking on her she just came at him out the blue that's her that's in her that's yes, yes, that her is. reading your tweets that's her adding subliminal shit to everything you say that's her thinking about uh oh, you did me wrong or something like that. That's her. That's not him. Like, that's true. That's straight up from internal shit. Like, you have weaknesses mentally inside yourself, and you just don't want to go ahead and confess that and deal with that. That's right. And that is a sign of crazy. Yeah, and that's why I told him stop fucking with them ratchet chicks. But he said he like them that way. Hey. Remember? Hey. Hey, I got it under control, Rod. Yeah. I like them this way. Okay, Larry. Um, alright, man. So, uh, that should do it for this birthday episode of the Black Guy Tips. Yeah. Um, of course, let's go through it again. TheBlackGuyOfTips.com. Donate, please. Please, guys. Um, of course, uh, iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic. Search for The Black Guy Tips. Our show comes up. Leave us feedback. Email the show, TheBlackGuyOfTips at gmail.com. Call the show, 704-557-0186. Um, and follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D-A-T. And uh, you ready to get some speakers for your birthday? I am, and something I wanted to talk about. Something I was talking about uh, my sugar by Crit. Man, me and Roger Ryan yesterday, and every time I hit it, I just want to wrap all my ingredients on my on my, on my sub. Every time I hit it, I did that. You 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 started it, then you now you made me want to do it. Every time I hit, I start. I'm like, yeah, I'm on oregano, onions, pimples. I'm just gonna start wrapping. I put that on my sub, my sub, my sub. I put that on my sub, my sub, my sub. Uh, I got the onions, I got tomatoes, hey. I got the lettuce. And oregano, I put that on my sub, my sub, my sub. I put that on my sub, my sub, my sub. I put that on my sub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, also man, let me give a shout out to at Laidback for life. He uh sent me um uh, a clip of when we were on casual conversation, and he took the audio <laughs> and put it to music. 
and I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add it to the end of this podcast. Like after, so stay tuned for after the song goes off at the end of this podcast. After the song goes off, there's another song that has me, Karen, Scarfinger, Phenom Black, uh, Jaybird 360, and Sherry. Um, um, and it's all clips from the show, and there's clips from me calling the girl from Dirty Dancing a whore and stuff like that. And yes, so so for those of you that are love our podcast and you haven't listened to Scarfing and Sherry, please go check them out. Yeah, we were on one of the casual conversations. Yeah, it's like two and a half hours, yes, but it's we had a blast. Pure ratchetness. I don't yes. even want to tell you guys the shit that. We was sad yes, because I feel gotta, like it'll spoil it. Yes, you gotta go listen to it, guys. I listen to it myself, and I, I already know what happens. I listened to all two and a half hours. It was like this was epic. Yes. Oh yes. my god. All oh. ratchet, everything. All ratchet, all everything. Yes. Um. So, all right, man. Let's uh get out of here. Follow us on Twitter. Did we already say that? Oh, what you yeah. can we can't do and Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. Um. And tomorrow we have Morgan P. Campbell, yes. where the P stands for. Alright, and uh, let's go get you some speakers yes. for your car so your speakers can go hammer and go on Bama 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 Bama. Bama. Yes. Alright, till next time. Love you. You too, baby. My soul, my soul, my soul. I put that on my soul, my soul, my soul. I put that on my soul, my soul, my soul. I put that on my soul, my soul, my soul. Yeah, let my trunk knock till the tape pop. My rim chop chop while the bass drop. I let my trunk knock till the tape pop. My rim chop chop while the bass drop. Okay, I pull up in my partners. Ask me, Crystal, where your soul is? Fuck them tweeters, they ain't beating, get your sword back So I push my pedal to the metal, to my cuz hot He owe me money, fuck that bread, just set your sword out I fly like just that candy wick, I'm feeling them fuck with hoes EQ these settings in my Chevy till my trunk explodes Maybe I'm bumping, maybe I'm tripping, maybe I'm feeling good Either way, I'm quaking, shaking, waking up the folk in my neighborhood Still getting seen and built, pour it up in my cup and sip Never be where them white folk at, cause the laws of a deal, they buy the trip Lift it up in my dunk and bump, saw a lame and I hit the trunk Pop that shit like twice for real, niggas gon' feel my bosom steel Top in these bold too, couldn't grab when I roll through Back to the backwoods where I ride, clean like I'm supposed to Forever ripping on, let the good for plenty chrome Knocking pictures down till I get home, I put that on my soul Dance instructor. She wasn't 30. <laughs> he was so old. He looked old as shit to be. He was so old. <laughs> it wasn't 30. He still looked the same. Yes. Yeah. How old was he? How, how old was he, Sherry? He was in his 20s. Okay. Congratulations to that whore. 
Okay, congratulations to that whore.